Uh, all right, we're recording. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Yeah. Um, thanks again for doing the podcast. We this has been kind of like uh, it's we've been in the making of trying to make this happen for a while now. Thanks for the opportunity and thanks for the patience. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You have one of the, I guess, most prolific burger joints in Lansing. Thank you. Yeah. Thank it's you. a it's a staple of Lansing. It is. It's it it is home. Uh, it is a Lansing staple. It is home. Can you move that closer? Yes, sir. Yeah, it's a it's it's a staple. You mentioned QPs. Everybody's like, oh yeah, I know what QPs is. It's what's well, been around for 101 years. And so you have to understand there's generations that have grown up with that. And um, just families have met their, their spouse there. And with that, the families and gr they grow and it's hard to go somewhere when somebody sees your t-shirt and they're like, <laughs> oh, my brother worked there. My dad worked there. Or, you know, my, my grandpa took us there when we were little. Like, it's just, it's that got that much history where it's been around that long that we are part of so many families and part of so many generations. It's truly a gift. Yeah. I mean, that's gotta be amazing. So has it always been in your family? Yes. I'm the fourth generation. Wow. My great grandmother and my great grandfather started it or originally bought it from the original owners and they took over in 1922, I believe. Whoa. And then um, when they started, it was 1923. And wow. um, then my great grandfather passed away, and my great grandmother took over. And Whoa. so she was, she was a, a an amazing, super strong, fierce female in the in the twenties doing a restaurant. And um, and then my grandfather had it, and then my dad, and then I took over about sixteen years ago. Wow! Yeah, that's an amazing story. I love it. It's it's so much tradition. Like I know as a kid. It's like I always tell people, I, I went to work with my dad and I just never went home. <laughs> you know, like when you get to take your kid to work, you know, and yeah. and I just grew up in the element so much that I just, it was second nature to me. And I loved, I loved the hustle and bustle of it. I loved all the people you got to see and meet and, and feed and you got to hear other people like their days. And it just, it was not your every, it wasn't like a, it wasn't a mundane, like, you know, it, it was just, um, I loved it. And I, I just knew as a kid, I wanted to do this when I got older. Wow. And I'm, I'm fortunate enough to, to still do it and still love what I do. Has you, have you like being in that environment, obviously when you were younger, you, you witnessed, you had a different perspective of it, but then now being the owner of it is, has your perspective changed being a restaurant owner? Because it's one of the most difficult industries to, to like break through. It, it's very challenging, but I think that's what makes me want to do it. And it makes me appreciate it more. And it also gives me a better understanding to my dad, my grandpa and my, my mom, like that did it with kids and, and grew with the times. Like you, you know, 101 years you go through, you've gone through a lot of ups and downs and a lot of challenges that are completely out of your hands. And, um, but it, it just makes you realize that you're, res you're resilient and it, it challenges you for sure. But I think those are the reminders that we need sometimes in order to do the best that we can do. And um, you do, you get, you get frustrated, you get, you know, it's never boring. That's for sure. <laughs> never boring, you know, between um, like your staff that we, you, you meet people, so many people throughout the years as your staff and, 
and then customers, they become family because they're they're in there so often and and so it just becomes like a, a familyhood outside of that, but it's work too. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So it it does I have a greater appreciation of it as being older um and still in it. Like I, I see it, but it just makes you wanna kinda you just have to adjust and finagle to get through it to get you through another 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. So <laughs> Well, I think that kind of speaks true um, to the character of yourself as the business owner and to the restaurant and your employees. Because when I went in there the last time, I didn't notice a difference in the way your employees acted previous times because I've never seen you in there until this last time I went in there. And I was like, wait, you're Autumn, the owner. <laughs> you just look familiar to me. But your your employees were interacting with you as if like you were a friend. It, you know, um, I, I love that. And I think it's an approach that I working in other places, you can go to work and they simply don't even appreciate you or acknowledge you. Yeah. And it's important for me because they're they're a part of me. They're an extension of my brand, of my family and and in our product. And so it's important for me for them to have to have that relationship. And um I they're an extension of my family. Like I, I, I love um, my staff. We're, we're truly blessed with amazing people throughout the years. And um, that makes a huge part of it because you want to like who you work with every day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you don't have to love them, but I, I do love mine and I do like them, you know, and it's important to, um, I just know that my grandfather and my dad have always said, always find somebody better than you, leave somebody better than you found them. And um, I you know me personally, I, I like when somebody takes a, the time out of their day to ask me how I'm doing or, you know, to check in. It just makes you feel appreciated, acknowledged. Yeah. And I want to do that with my staff. Like, so we, we do enjoy working together. We, we have, there's days that we're like, we're working. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, we're just having a good time. But, um, but there's days also that it's not always like that too. But it's also important when you have that relationship with them, it's easier to get through. Yeah, absolutely. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I like that they can be that way, that way around me, and they're that way whether I'm there or not. You know, yeah. they they do a great job. So yeah, it's yeah. a testament to them too. Yeah, that's important for the uh, the work environment, and I mean because there's so many places, like you mentioned, there's so many places that you can work, and it's just you have that whole boss and employee dynamic. Like I'm the boss, and you need to listen to me. We're not friends. We're your, I'm your boss. And unfortunately, it's like that where I work, but it is what it is. Um, now, why Olive Burgers? Why why is the focus Olive Burgers? When where did that begin? It you know it it was that didn't start until I think nineteen twenty five or twenty seven, um, and because before like when QP started, it was tech, before like franchises existed. That there was over a hundred you know between Michigan race um wisconsin and ohio and then in 100 cupies yeah oh like, wow yeah so it was it was before franchises existed you know everybody opened up a cupies and okay um then in 87 the gentleman from ohio trademarked it and so it it, it you could buy buy into the franchise and, and still maintain your name on that and that's where like Mr. Fables came from, Halo Burger. So they mm, branched off. I didn't know that. Yeah. So they they became their own because not to be part of that, you know. And right. And so, but it was never a strict dynamic of like you have to use this product, you have to sell this, you have to, you know. And um, in like 
So back in like 25, 27 is when they, I, I don't even know how, like that's something that I wish I could have asked my my grandpa, but it was so such a second nature. You don't question uh, why <laughs> they put it on there. You know, you just, right. you make it, you right. know, and um, I don't know why that came about, but it was, um, to, I think to introduce uh, like a new style burger and in a book that a gentleman had wrote and um, he just recently did book signing at, at QP's this this wow. past year. He's really a talented man. He's taught me a lot about the history of QP's. And um, they say that my great grandmother was what's one his that, name? Um, Gary Flynn. Okay. He um a mighty nice hamburger. He just did that book. And um he also did a story of Flint. Like he truly knows his history of of a lot of things, but in particular the QP history. Wow. And um, so he's taught me a lot. And, and and I learn a lot from customers that are older than me that know the history or they follow it differently, you know. And so I learn from them. But they say that my great grandmother was one of the first to make the olive sauce, that it be a thing. Wow. And because there's so many different types of olive. When people say olive burger, they don't know it. Is it olives in the burger or, you know, what to expect? And everybody has their own take on an olive burger. I just, I just focus on ours. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's a, it's a good product and we've, it's the same recipe that my great grandmother's done and we've, you know, you don't, it, you don't fix what's not broken. <laughs> well, it's clearly working. Yeah. We, we love it. It's, it's delicious. How did the Olive Burger Festival affect Cupies? Because when they announced that they were having the Olive Burger Festival, I was like, oh, like I immediately thought of you guys. Were you guys there? Did you go to the event? Um, no, we had already had a catering done at oh. the time that we, and I didn't have enough staff to do both events. And so um, they, they, they did, they put it on and it, I, I did attend it, you know, as just to try, cause like, I like to support other, you know, places and see what else is out there. It's important for me to do that yeah. too. Like it's like homework, you know? <laughs> and so, um, yeah, but it, it was, it was, it was interesting because people, when they think Olive Burger, they do naturally think Cupies. And that is such a gift. Like, we are so grateful for that. But um, there was a lot of great competitors out there. Who is your favorite Olive Burger aside from Cupies? Yeah. You know, who has a good one? I, the ones that I tried there, they're also different. Um, I, I did like, the gal from Owasso had a good burger. She's the one that won the the the, the olive burger fest. Um, hers was good. It was no, it wasn't a sauce. It was just green olives um, okay. grilled in there with onions, and that was good. Um, Hard Knocks food, their truck, their their that was a good burger. That's out of Grand Ledge, right? I I'm not sure where they're based out of. I've I've heard them. I've seen their name pop up, and they've they've come into my shop, and they're great guys, hardworking, doing a great a great great burger. Um, I like them. So they were all just different, you know, like yeah. you go into it and like even just daily, like even we get a customer that comes in and they've never had an olive burger and they don't know what to expect. And so it's like, well, this is our take on it, you know, mm. but not to say that that's how every olive burger is supposed to be. So, right. but the ones I tried, they were good they were different. I seen that Saddleback. I was talking about Saddleback, but they, <laughs> they uh, had a olive burger pizza. What is your thoughts on that? I didn't try it. Sounds interesting. <laughs> it does. Now, Tammy, who's been with us for 42 years this March, she's uh, one of a kind, just an absolute gem to have. She puts olive sauce on everything. <laughs> and I mean, she's put it on pizza and like we got 
pizza from arts at a, a Christmas party. And I, I just looked at her like, what are you doing? <laughs> and she's like, don't knock it till you try it. And, oh, and it was, it was actually good. Like I was surprised, you know, like, but so I, I'm, who am I to say it doesn't go on anything. You put on whatever you want. Right. You like, you know, you like what you eat and just eat it. But I didn't try that, that pizza, but it, it could be interesting. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, now I've always wondered this, where did the baby come from? The, the creepy baby. The creepy baby. Yes. yes. I it, feel like I should pull it up for the people. Like when they go to watch this, they should see. Just to, yeah. It, I mean, we get that question on the regular because we have a few of them in the restaurant and it's the logo. But so uh, Rosie O'Neill in the like 1900s, she's the creator of that doll. And um, that's how the, the gentleman out of Flint, Michigan, they, kind of piggybacked and changed the spelling on it and just it became their mascot do you have a image of it on your website yes the burgers look so good thank you i also have a ton oh, of them there it is. we got those as baby doves growing up and i'm always like mom can't can't <laughs> lulu just get us a cabbage patch doll like <laughs> or a barbie doll like and and i mean i have yes Oh, I, I mean, even so much that I have tattoos of them because they are really, yeah, you love them. They're, they're part of my history and they're, they make for a great story, but they are cute little cherubs, but they can also be creepy. <laughs> so I get it. Totally get it. Well, that's hilarious. Yeah, It's crazy that it's been in your family for that long. It is. Well, we, we just celebrated, well, yeah, a hundred this year will be 101 years. And is, so is there any other restaurants in Lansing that are that old? Yes. Um, uh, Where they've been in the Harry's. family that long. Oh, Harry's. He's um, I, I think they're, I think they, they're were 1922. Whoa. Yes. And so they're, they're a longtime staple and that's a, a neighborhood favorite and they do it. At, Where's they, that located? Um, I don't, I, I don't know why I want to say Hill, but I don't even know where that came from, but it's over in the West side neighborhood. Okay. Off Saginaw. Okay. Like kind of over where the new Irish pub will be in that area, but it's okay. a long time staple and they're an amazing family too. And they do, they do good food and they, they've gone through the trials and tribulations as we have too. So much respect to them. Yeah. How hard is the restaurant industry? Because I mean that again, that's one of those one of those industries where everybody talks like it's 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 almost you're you're almost kind of destined to fail. It it um you don't want to go into it with that mindset, but it's <laughs> it's a battle that you do have to accept, you know, because off the with everything, you know, it's it's continuously adjusting, but um navigating through things that's necessarily out of your control, you know, and that would be a, a huge obstacle that we've experienced is, you know, like with COVID and losing a lot of our downtown, our state and city workers, you know, that really changed the dynamic of downtown because, you know, we're 85% foot traffic. Right. And so when you lose that, it's just, you're just like, what do we do now? You know, but you, you move forward because that's, that's, like I said earlier, it's part about realizing that you are resilient and that you have to, you know, face some battles that you don't know, but you just, you come to it and you work through it. You so know? how did you guys pivot during COVID? Um, that was, that was really challenging and it changed a lot of things of you had to, I mean, who knew that you had to be in, you were in the hospitality industry, but you couldn't 
be close to people. Mm. You know, like you couldn't, the plastic barriers, the, you know, the six feet, the, um, you had to, I mean, we, we were cleaning out the cupboard the other day and, and she's like, ah, do we need these? And I'm like, what is it? And it's like a folder of people's names and phone numbers. And oh, I'm like, my gosh. why do we have that? And I'm like, oh my God, that's from COVID. I was like, keep it. Like it'll remind us, Good marketing. you know, yeah, you know, like, <laughs> but right. We didn't even Start utilize it for that, people. but like the things that you do. And, and I think that that is, um, that was a huge struggle is trying to serve comfort food when in an environment where people aren't comfortable because it changed so much and, and taking that, in, that intimacy out of dining, dining in, right. dining out, you right. know? And that was really tough, but we're, we honestly have the greatest customer base on the planet. Like they supported us. They did, we did curbside for a whole year that not one oh. person was in my dining room because it wow. was, you like, Did you do curbside prior to that? No, no, that was a new thing. Cause downtown parking is such a pain that right. we couldn't really offer that. But during the time people came in and were like, we just ran food out to them and, and they they dealt with that like and 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 so that really makes you focus on your takeout games got to be on point and because food's not always the you want it you want them to eat it when it's hot fresh yeah and, you know not but especially with burgers you don't want yeah. the bread all soggy right you don't want it yeah. like smashed and it's it's still delicious but presentation does help you know you want yeah. it to but it it's a testament to show that how much your community does support you and being part of a community that loves you and you love them back. It's, it, it's, it's really heartwarming. So, so to go through COVID with that, with the business and the times that were so, I mean, those were some of the darkest, longest days that I've ever occurred in the restaurant. And yeah. those were times that were like, were, I, I, there was no option. Like I remember um, somebody had to come into the restaurant when they were making the announcements of things and they were like, well, you could just close down and, and wait to open and you know see what your insurance policy is and i'm like oh my gosh for what like you know closed doors don't feed op open mouths you know <laughs> like we're I i'll figure it out and yeah i, I was fortunate enough to have a, an amazing staff with me that stuck with me there's two of us three three of us total that um did the did the entire restaurant for six months wow and um, yeah, they, they're my angel wings on earth and they still are. And um, so you, you do, you just, you find yourself in that situation. You gotta, you gotta work through it. You know, that's the other option is to close. And that wasn't an option for me. So do you feel that having that loyal customer base of um, a hundred and plus 101 years of customers coming in and out and people knowing your name that that was beneficial to that time? Absolutely. For you? I, I do. I mean, um, I think that when you are part of a community that long, that there's, it's a family bond. It's, it's more than they have, a, they pass a lot of places to get to our restaurant. And so we appreciate that. And it's important for us, my staff to let customers know that when they walk through the door, they chose us. Like that's, that's a gift right there. So give them reason to, right. you know, and, and you got to pay it back. And they, and Lansing definitely showed up with that. And, and we're grateful because it does, it takes time to create those relationships with people. And, you know, you, when they come in, you, you know, where they like to sit, you know what they order. Right. Um, you go out there and you ask them about their kids, about work, about whatever. It's just part of, 
it it it's part of your part of your day, but it's what gives you joy in your day. Right. You know, so I definitely feel that was a huge part of it because we had so many loyal customers that they chose us, you know, to support through that and they got us through it. So now being downtown, <clears throat> you have all the government workers, you have the capital right there, you have all the politicians coming in and out. Who is the most and I, I just seen recently you had Magic Johnson stop stop in. Like, I mean, it's like I had mentioned, QP's is like one of the most iconic restaurants in Lansing for people to go to to eat a burger. Um, who's the most prolific person that's come in? Like, who's the most famous? Um, it depends on what you think of, you know. Um, Let's go with politician. We, I mean, we've had them all. Like, we, <laughs> we, we get them all in there. Do you and, recognize them when you see them? Um, some I do. Yeah. Like, you know, we're in the heart of downtown, so we definitely get, you know, the, the governors, the, you know, a lot of, we, we get that clientele that, um, senators, all that come through our doors, but you just want to, I mean, when you're in the kitchen working, it's like there, I, I can't make your burger more special. Right. It's, it's that, you know what I mean? It, it's, yeah. it's, um, you appreciate them coming in and it, it's a, 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 a great opportunity to see them like, Oh, that's rad. Like you want to sometimes like there's a 10,000 things that you want to run out. To I them love that you said day, rad, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's one of my faves. <laughs> um, it, you do, you want to, but you also want to remember that they're they're They need to eat too. So it's their lunch break. So, you know, right. you just respect them for that and appreciate them for coming into your doors. Like um, it's, and then where we're situated, we, we definitely get that a lot. And um, there's, they're they're always good to us you know they're always kind and um i mean whether whether you were regardless if you agree with them right on their decisions and everything like that it's they're hungry too so we'll feed them it's so funny when when you talk about politicians you have to be like well whether you agree with them or not it's like they're just people either way they're they have their own ideas their thoughts you don't have to agree with them um and that's that's something that i've had to had to kind of not realize but like like let my audience know because i've interviewed politicians before and people get mad at me for it well yeah because like, they're so quick i feel like today's society is so quick to write people off or categorize people yeah so quickly and it's like you have to remember they're human too at the end of the day right and just because somebody likes that doesn't make them it maybe in your world it makes them good bad or ugly or you don't like uh, they i like french fries from here not there like <laughs> now you don't like me like it it says more about them than it does about you right but it it doesn't need to be that way right it, well it's the idea that they don't want you to support that person for their thoughts and their ideas and uh, for me like i've had people on my podcast that i've gotten you know flack from you know like people don't like I, that i've heard had certain guests on because then you're platforming that person you're giving them a place to talk but then like with a restaurant like you're not necessarily associated to those people and their thoughts and their ideas. Mm -mm. You know, it's the same thing for the podcast. Right. You're it's, just having a conversation. Yes. Getting to know them. Yeah. And I think it's, it, that's kind of the risk you take by being in the situation and by doing the profession that you do. And as I do, like it's, I mean, I don't, I don't know every customer that comes in and if, if they're good, bad or ugly, or, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's not, it's not, that's not, it's not relevant as to why they're there. Yeah. You know, they're, they're there as a customer and my job is to, is to serve them and, and just appreciate that they came in, you know, and that other stuff is, it can get really ugly, you know, it really can, but you, you just, you, you keep on, you feed them and you keep on moving. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. 
Um, now, how has the restaurant changed over the years? How have you witnessed it change? And where did it start at? Where did the, it hasn't always been at that location, correct? No, we've been, we've been at 118 South Washington for 47 years, going Whoa. on 48 years this year. How old and are you? If you don't mind me asking. I'm 41. Wow. So, so. it's older than you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And um, it's been there, but before that we had one on the South side and then there was one downtown um, like where LCC's at now, and it was a drive-through, walk-up window, like what you dream of now, really, mm, is yeah. that kind of building. Um, but they it tore they tore it down, and they um, built a continued LCC on that. So that was what it was originally. It was just this little diner, and it it couldn't have been like when I think diner, that's what I think of. It was like the checkered flooring, the teal bar oh, stools, wow. you know, that swivel, the leather ones, and like yeah. the stainless steel round caps and. Um, cedar wood planking around it. It was just a, a wow. cozy diner that was open 24 hours a day. 24 hours. Oh, Lansing was so different. I mean, Lansing was, we've seen Lansing through, uh, I, I mean, I haven't personally seen it through 100 years, but <laughs> my, my business has, my family has. Yeah. And um, to see when things were hustling, it was, it's, I mean, like I think of that now and I'm like, gosh, my, my great grandmother had a shop that was open 24 seven with a walk-up window, a drive-through window. Like, That's interesting because like when you think about like the older times, things were closed more often. Right. So but it, it was different. Downtown Lansing was different. The high school was there across the street from it, um, central. And it, like they had, they had the car that cruise in the gut and they had car shows and not even car shows. It was just people that had cars that they, they went and hung out and that's what you did. And, and we didn't wow. even serve alcohol. So it's a testament to like, it's people being out and about an element and enjoying their, their city and their, you know, having something to do, a place to go to. And wow. yeah, it's, it's so it, I think of that all the time. Cause I'm only, we used to be open six days a week and now we're five days a week because through COVID it just killed downtown. And so it's hard to, I'd like to get my hours back to, you know, extending the evening hours and even doing weekends because parking's free and mm -hmm. weekends. And but it 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 takes a lot. Like you still have. To, it's weird to say because COVID seems so far away. I know. You know, <laughs> but it's like you're still crawling out of that. You yeah, know, I to, can imagine it, it does. And you don't ever. It's not like you redeem yourself from it financially and you're you're back at it. Like you know, you're you're continuously coming out of that, but you you want to surpass that and. And not only get it back to what it was, but apply what you learned through it and adjust to it to what it will be. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, because that was the, that was probably the most scary thing about being a business owner at that time for anything was you didn't really know what to expect. And you didn't know, like, I mean, it seemed like every two weeks it was like, okay, we're shutting down completely. Okay. Now you can do this. Now you can do that. And you're like trying to just navigate this terrain that you've never navigated right. before. And it's like, how do I? You have nothing to go off of. Right. And it you can't really like during COVID, they had um, the governor had asked me to be on a Zoom call with, uh, I think, nine other business owners in the state of Michigan. And some of them were um, like a brewery owner, a bakery, um, just in the restaurant and the hospitality industry. And um, she just wanted to talk to us to see our concerns and everything. And and um, I remember being on it and I. I was telling my dad, I'm like, it, it's 
it's like nobody knows what to like you can ask a question or or share your concern but like what are they to say to tell you what it, you're supposed to do because it's never happened before right you know so yeah. um you it was you were left with just like kind of bare and grit at your own expense and but you have to do these things in order to open well then that costed money and mm. and it was like well now i gotta hire somebody to do this and i like businesses that come you know what i mean so it was it was truly like it was um it was really tough you know but um that's where like the spirit that you have with with your staff and you know it reminds you like nope we're here to do it we're we're, we're gonna get we'll get through it you know and, and you do you, you did we did right right you know but and you learn from it and it just kind of reminds you as to how far you come so how long did it take for the downtown workers to come back um we're still waiting really <laughs> are you serious <laughs> well you know they say they're back and they're they're partially back they're they come back two to three days a week but there's still, um, you know, for it, it, we we do get told like they're they'll be back full time. They'll be back full time, and and it's still a real gr gradual thing. What is the you know? reasoning for that? Is it just because they're saving money by having them work from home, or you know, I I have no idea really what the reasoning is. But I I feel like I mean I don't work I I don't have an opportunity to work from home. But I feel like when you're presented that and somebody gets to work from home and they're just as efficient and probably better quality of life you know what i mean like if it, i don't know about that i think it just depends on the person yeah you know like i know me does. personally i couldn't do it not just because my job doesn't you're allow a people it, person so. but i'm yes i need to be with people and and out and about um if i were to work from home i don't see myself getting work done but <laughs> other people strive in that you know what yeah. i mean and so i think that it really does come down to the quality of life but i don't think that we should be so dependent on you know that's what I, I learned through COVID is like not being so dependent on when they're coming back, when they're coming back. Like you have to utilize what you, what you have now and that's your community that you're, you're leaning on. And so to really, you know, that's, that's really Lansing was carrying us as, as our customers in, in our community. So, I mean, they're back and they're somewhat not, not def it's definitely not, when you see it in the news and read it in papers and stuff, you're just kind of like, um, people think that they're back, but it, come come downtown, like you'll see that they're not back. What what companies or what what industries are not back to work yet? Do you know? Um, I wouldn't because I honestly don't even know what's all downtown Lansing. Like I know we have um the the state the state workers, we have the politicians. And, what and they're in session, is... so they're they're great. Um, they had the state of the state yesterday, and that's always a great day. Um, until like the then, but then they're off into the budgets release, which is second week of February. Um, it's like you got to stay in tune with politics, even mm, though like I don't. Right, politics is exhausting. <laughs> I, I don't. You know what I mean? It, right. it, it's it, part of the part of where you play, so you have to know it. But um, <clears throat> the city and state workers, um, they're. I I don't know what departments are back and not like just some of our customers are like, well, we come in on three days a week and, you know, and, and, but you can, you notice those three days a week when they are back. So like mm -hmm. the few that are back downtown yeah. working in their office, you do, you can tell. And those are the days that like they show, they do come out and about, which is great, but it's, it's hard because downtown is, was, is, was, is, like a, a kind of like a cafeteria, but they want to take that the to where it's more 
stuff at nighttime, weekends, like family, you know, you have to bring that clientele downtown. It's right. needed, you know? Yeah. But it's Do you think that you'll change your hours if that happens? Oh, we I mean, we're we're there to feed people, you know what I mean? Yeah. So if the people are there, we're there. How how is that new venue doing? The um uh, the gruel hall uh, has that changed the, the like the nightlife down there? It's they've brought in a, a lot of great acts and a lot of they they have their their nights definitely you see ever since they've been downtown when when we're closing up it's like look where are all these cars coming from <laughs> and it's from them wow. so it's it's awesome that they are bringing that and it's I um I know that once they kind of build that up and get going, like they've done a lot of an amazing work to that building. I mean, it's truly, beautiful. It is. It's stunning. And they, from what it was to what it is, it's in there, it's an event space too. So you can, if you know, use it for weddings, parties, whatever. Um, but they've, they've got some really, they've had some great um, people. I've, yeah, we were, we've got tickets in March to go see somebody, but um, yeah, they've definitely brought people downtown at nighttime. Definitely. You can definitely see a, an influx of people coming down in traffic and cars. And it's great because it's like you have hope for, you know, and you want to, I, I would love to be like, all right, we're going to be open, you know, 11 to nine, you know, but right. it's not as easy as it sounds to do <laughs> that, you know, with, with um, employees, you know, trying, trying to get them staffed and everything like that. And that's a, it's a challenge. So. Now I had heard a rumor that you guys plan on opening a second location. Is that true? Not, not, no, not, no, no, I, I, I don't think I can take that on my belt right now. <laughs> Cause I heard something, somebody's like, yeah, they're going to be opening a location in East Lansing and they're going to be open like on weekends and stuff. And I'm like, oh, that would be sweet. It, it would be. And, and I'm, I'm never, I would never say no to it. You know, I'd love to grow. And, um, if it, there's an area that's, that's suitable and would be, you know, great. I mean, we're open to it, you know, but at this, at this time right now, there are, no actual plans of a second spot at this moment. Okay. But I I'm not, I wouldn't close it, you know. Yeah. My my one and a half year old might say otherwise, you know, but <laughs> she's kind of the rule of my world right now, but we'll get there. What what is that like? What is it like balancing the work life and like the owner the restaurant ownership and being a mom? It is um it's <clears throat> probably the most challenging thing I've done. It's being but a mom. it's yes. Yes. Um it's but it's also the greatest joy. It's, it, it is kind of a, it's similar to the industry being in, like, you don't know what the hell you're going to get with a one and a half year old. <laughs> Same with customers. I don't know what I'm going to get, you know, like, yeah. and you, you got to feed them and keep them happy. You know what I mean? And it's like, at the end of the day, she's alive. She's well, um, she motivates me to do more. And, um, it's, it, it, it gives me a different appreciation for it, but, um, yeah, I'm I'm grateful for for my village that helps with it because it definitely takes a village. But she motivates me to want to do more and and to it it makes me appreciate how my dad growing up, you know, because my mom helped. They had two shops then, and so like seeing them making it work, and it's like so I'm like I know it can be done, you know. But like yeah. it's hard to leave your your daughter when you're going to work, you know, because it's like God, I just want to hang with them and play on the floor and play yeah. with dinosaurs and you know, right. eat good snacks and, you know, just hang, but it, I, I need the business in order to provide for her. So it goes hand in hand, but, um, I think she's a great, she's a great, um, outlet. She's a great reminder as to me being staying focused and, 
I mean, I just try to do the best I can. I, I, it's first time being a mom. And so I don't know what I'm doing. Just same like with some days at the restaurant. I'm like, I'm not really sure, but we're just going to do the best we can. Do you think being in charge of something like that kind of prepared you a little bit to be a mom? Oh God, no. No? <laughs> Shit. No, I, I don't. I would love to say like as much as I've dealt with, like, it, cause sometimes there's days that you're like, I, I feel like I'm just a big babysitter sometimes, you know, <laughs> like putting out fires and, yeah. and making people get along and no, no, you gotta do this. No, no, no. You got, you know, and, and same with the mom, but it, it's when I go home, I, it, the, yeah, that like the boss hat doesn't necessarily come off, but it's, um, you learn from it. You know what I mean? She helps me. Um, she's helped me with patience and it, and that helps with, with being in charge at work. And, um, that definitely has, that's definitely changed for me. I feel like I've gotten way more patient with things than, and people mm. and, um, and understanding, I think, and that, that plays a big part of it with, with employees is like, you know, life happens, life is hard, you know, and whether you have kids or not, it's just everyday stuff is, is how it, it you don't know what other, somebody else is dealing with. And so just keeping like a kind heart and an open mind and, and, you know, just going in with that. That's why I really, it is important for me to have that relationship with my staff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What kind of legacy do you think you'll leave? I mean, because like you said, growing up and seeing your parents, uh, you know, run the restaurant, it kind of prepared you for the restaurant, being in the restaurant industry and taking over QBs. Do you think you'll leave her the same kind of legacy? Um, I would, I would hope to, you know, I would never, like, I don't think of, now being like my only opportunity of, of, of retirement ever is just if my daughter <laughs> takes over, you know, like I would want her to do it because she wanted to, because right. that's the biggest difference of when you go some, when, when it's an obligation, it takes away the joy. It takes away why you do what you do. And I would hope that her growing up in the restaurant industry, that she is, as you know, gets all the perks of it in the sense of like just being part of an amazing tradition. And meeting people and being part of a good thing and having a good work ethic because that's that's a I, I'm I'm grateful for like now it makes sense I'm now I'm more appreciative of it as back then it's like God Dad do we seriously have to work on Saturday <laughs> like, my friends are going here and there and it's like no if you don't have sports you're let you're going to the shop oh, and how old were you when you first started working in the restaurant Oh gosh I mean I I'm the youngest so my I was an easy child to dump <laughs> off like. Go go in the kitchen, and my dad would um, flip a milk crate over, and I would stand at the counter, and I would get drinks. For, and I remember being like six, seven years old doing wow. that. And then um, one of my dad's, one of our, like Sam, um, he, he recently passed away, but he had been with my father for 40 years. And I remember when my mom would drop me off down there, he would, my dad would give him like five bucks, and he, him and I would walk over to Woolworth and buy like a coloring book and cards. And, and so I loved that. Like that was, I, I got to hang with my dad. I got to hang with the staff that they were like family. You know, it was like, it got, it, they all were like, um, they just were like an extension of family, you yeah. know? So, it, and then I got to also get a cheeseburger. So I was pretty <laughs> happy, you know? And so that is, that was a big part of growing up. And um, you just, you make it work, you know, it becomes part of you. So I, I hope that, and she, work with me a days um and my staff loves it it, it brings it just breaks that monotony of just work you know because sometimes mm, yeah. no matter 
no matter what you do, there's days that you're just like, oh my God, again. Right. And then in walks this, you know, tank of, 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 <laughs> of joy and then it's just all good. And, and she brings that. So it's a reminder as it, 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 she's just a, I, I do a lot. I do things differently now, now having a child. I love it when you go into a restaurant and they have their children there. Cause you're like, Oh, this is truly like a family owned oh, yeah. restaurant or business or whatever. Oh yeah. And it, it does. It, it, it truly is a mom and pop shop. Like it's you, um, there's not, it's not always like, you know, sunflowers and rainbows, you know what I mean? Like the reality yeah. of it is like you do it the best that you can. And you and don't always have a babysitter. <laughs> no, you know, but you, you, you still got to work. work. Yeah. You still have to work and you still have to, you still have to get, you have to get it done. And I, that's why I'm grateful for the staff that we do have. Cause she loves coming in to see them like it and they do too. So it's, I'm grateful for them. They're an extension of a, a body part. They're another arm, you know, another hand to hold her and to watch right. her and, and it it really is it um it makes you appreciate everybody that you work with and and you do you get to do life with because yeah. that is um I'm really grateful for who I work with. That's they're awesome. awesome. Yeah, they're that's awesome. awesome. They're awesome people. That's very cool. Um, I had a question. I don't remember what it was now. Uh oh yeah. So how do you? So obviously you're a mom and you uh, are a business owner and you're busy working a lot. Um, but do you do anything else? Do you have any other <laughs> hobbies or any other ventures or anything like that? Um, I, I love, I mean, family is, I'm a, I'm a very family oriented person. Um, so family's huge. And, um, I, I, I mean, I love to travel, love, to, uh, my sister has a yoga studio above my restaurant. Oh, okay. And so I, I, that is an, what's an, the name of that? Um, Firefly Hot Yoga okay. Bar. And that, Hot Yoga. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Like there's heat panels in the ceiling and it's, wow. it's amazing. It's like doing yoga and people are always, they're like, I can't do yoga. I'm not flexible. And it's like, you don't have to be, you just you go in there and you can be a blob on your mat. <laughs> you know, like it just shuts the the world off for a moment. I, I had a friend that I was personal training for a while. He's a big dude, like 300 plus pounds. And, um, <clears throat> I took him to hot yoga, East Lansing hot yoga. Okay. And he was the biggest dude in the room, but he was doing it. Yeah. And anybody could do it. Anybody can do anybody it. Anybody can. You have to get that out of here. It's, it's, we restrict ourselves so much from things that we put labels on. Yeah. And to break through that. And it, once you do it, it's like, trust me, I wasn't like a, a, a yogi, as they say. Like, I'm, no, I'm, I'm not sure I can do that. Or, <laughs> but I did. I went and it's, it is, it, it, it gives like your mind a hug. Like it, to hear somebody else instruct you to, as stupid as it sounds, breathe. Mm -hmm. It's a game changer. It is. It's a true game changer because it's you, it's giving yourself back a little bit of love of all that you send out. And so when somebody else is there and in charge and just telling you to breathe and, and speaking to you, it's, it's really relaxing and you need that. It kind of grounds you as a person too, because oh, it takes sure. you back to the fundamentals of just like being like yeah. just being in your own body and just breathing and just like, it's, I don't know. It just, it, it it gets rid of all the bullshit in life. Absolutely. It, and you're not focused on anything but no, that moment. But that moment. And it, yeah. And to have somebody else tell you that, because you need it. Otherwise, like you can sit there and tell yourself all day, I'm not going to. Well, it's easy. Then you get on your phone and then you get on social media. Or you just get distracted with other things in your hand. But you're still, you're you're tied to that. That You know, you're just changing the direction to something else that's not really giving your mind any 
ease or, or or stepping away from it. Whereas you go into that room, you lay on your mat, and it's truly just you. You're not even thinking about all those things. No. You're just thinking about getting through that moment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, how, how much longer do I have this? But then <laughs> once you finally get yourself into that place, it's like you you realize that you really did need that love. You needed that moment, that time to recharge because it's exhausting. Yeah. Like I said, just waking up, going to, to, to get out of bed some days, it's just like, it's sometimes it's easier to stay in bed, but then we stay in our own head and it makes for a really long day. <laughs> but to do things like that, where it loves you back and you recharge, yep. it gives you, it gives you just the, the the energy and the power you need to get through another day. I remember the first time I went to um, hot yoga, it was at East Lansing hot yoga. And we, I think it was like an hour, I think it was an hour long um, yoga session. And then afterwards, the guy, the instructor was doing like a, like a guided meditation. And I don't, I don't even remember what he was saying, but I had this like, like hallucinogenic, like experience. And I felt like I was laying on a beach. I could hear the waves crashing and I like the heat. It was hot, obviously. Yeah. I felt like the sun was just beaming on my, on my body. And then I snapped out of it and I'm like, oh man, I want to go back. <laughs> I want to go back to that place. I had never experienced anything like that. And isn't it crazy that you allowed yourself to, to, to experience that? Yeah. Like you, you did that. Like, yes, it was a guided meditation, but you allowed yourself to go there to experience that. Yeah. And it was, it, it does do wonders. It, it does wonders to the mind, the soul, the body, everything. It's just, it, it, it's, it's great. I wish, I wish more people would just be open enough to try it. Yeah. And it, but it's the same thing when people don't want to try an olive burger. I can't make them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, fine, don't enjoy a burger. It might be the best thing you ever had. You might never like it. I don't know, but at least try it, you know? So it's being yeah. open enough to try it. And, and yoga is one of those things that, especially now me being a mom, it's like, I mean, it's, you're constantly like, am I doing the right thing? And oh wait, no. There's so many, like, there's so many groups of, oh my God, you feed your kid that? <laughs> did did they die? Like they're <laughs> like it, yeah, she ate Cheez Its and she you know what I mean? Like right. there's so many yays, nays, don't do this, do this, don't do this. And it's like, I just I wanna raise a good human, like a healthy human, you know? So yeah, it's, it's hard. And to have that as it's an outlet that is needed just for yourself, yeah. you know, cause you have to be, you want to be the best that you can be and why not do things that help you become that. I love that statement, you know, and yoga does that. Um, and just doing stuff for you particularly is you can't pour from an empty cup, you know, and we just tend to get so busy with things and, and we forget and, or things that like, bring us purpose, but don't necessarily bring us that. It's just like a, it's surface level. Right. You know? Yeah. So to, to really get down to it and then it can be anything, anything that brings you joy, do it. It's do more of that, you know? And yeah. I mean, um, besides working and momming and family, it's um, just, just hanging out really. I mean, I like, well, I feel like in this field is going out to eat is like, it's research. I always mm. say, cause you know, <laughs> get to see what other people are doing and, and what they're using and all that. So that's an enjoyment, a pastime and hanging with friends and just kind of, kind of, I, I, I'm. What kind of things when you go to a restaurant, what, what kind of things are you researching or thinking about or. I, I always, um, going out to eat with my family, it's pretty funny because like we're we all fixate on different things <laughs> you know like my brother would be like you know he'll mention like i 
look at that system they're using. Are you familiar with that system? And I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> I, just because I own a restaurant doesn't mean I know every, you know, like, I, but I am always looking at that. And I always do ask the server, like, do you like your system? Do you, is it user friendly? Like, you know, is it efficient? And, um, and so that's always the thing. I mean, I go based down to, to food, like, was it good? You know, and, um, and just, I, I feel like my daughter, as much as I do cook, I love it. But like, it's also important to, to, to support, you know, other mom and pop shops. So yeah. it's like, I like to go out to eat and, and to go around and, and, and then to see what they're doing. So yeah, to see what foods on the menu and what trends are and um, like what to go options they're using, you know, like if I'm doing it right, I, you right. know, it, yeah. it, it, not even necessarily right, but if there's another way to do it, better you know? way to yeah. Do it. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can always grow. You know what I mean? You can always, you can always um, just, it's continuously adjusting, but you just want to make sure you're, you're doing right, doing good and keeping up with, with everything. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Anybody, I want to go back to the last point you were, you were making about, um, you know, uh, having like a healthy mind and how it helps you in life and everything in your business is most, most people that I like respect it the most and um, are successful in their business and life. They all do things outside of their business to ensure that they have the best type of mindset. Yeah. You know, whether it's like working out or doing hot yoga or doing any kind of yoga or meditation or anything like that. Yeah. I think that it is so important. Like when I go into work, I've got anywhere from seven to 10 other people that depend on me. And regardless of what they're going through, they're still going through shit, you know, and does it, does it, is it part of my job to, to, you know, talk to them about it? No, but I care. I want, and I, I want that time that they're there to be a good time and an easier time. Like I can't tell you how many times that I have had staff that like, I, I come to work to get away from shit. You know, this time that I'm here, the short time that I hear, it's like I don't think about other stuff and I enjoy it. And that, like, I love that. But if there's a way that I can help with stuff outside of work, like, it, it, I'm, I would love that. You know, that's, that is a huge part of where I feel like that there's a need for that. You know, people, people need to be acknowledged, appreciated, and to know that it's going to be okay. You know, anxiety is is, is scary. And, you know, mental illness is real. Like people deal with stuff and, and, and just to take the time just to be like, Hey, how's it going? Like there's been times that, um, my sister has taught me cause she's a yoga instructor. She's taught me about this breathing techniques and as silly as it is breathing, like, I can't tell you how many times that I've gone to somebody on the line and been like, all right, it's going to be all right. Take a breath, take another breath, you know? And, and just, and it catches me too, because I need that too. When you do your breathing patterns, doesn't that change? Doesn't it like reshape your brain and your thought pattern? Instantly. Yeah. Instantly. And it's, it's like pressing the reset button and, and being aware of that. And it, and it helps me because it's, I'm right there with them. I'm working through it too. And I, you know, so it, I needed that moment as well. And so to have, to share that with somebody, I think it's, because like a lot of people, they, they think you're crazy or stupid. Be like, <laughs> I have the shit that I have going on is breathing is not going to help me. You know, <laughs> like your breath work is not going to pay my utility bill. <laughs> totally get it. I totally get it. But 
that moment might just ease your mind a minute and give you just some relief just to know that it's going to be okay. And that it's, 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 you're able to work through it, you know, and hold you together a little bit. Yeah. And take that practice and do it later at home. Like, you know, to read whatever it is that you have to do to serve yourself, to be, you know, together, do it and do, you know what I mean? And it doesn't matter what other people think or they judge you on it. Just whatever, where you find relief and, and to can a moment, take a moment to heal a part of you, do it like yoga, meditation, running, swimming, working out, you know, whatever it is, just like know that you were worthy of that. And I think that so many of us get caught up in the day to day and, and supposed to like, I know with me being a business owner and a new mom, I feel like I'm expected to know how to do both. And there's days that I'm like, the fuck am I doing? (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, I'm, but I'm doing the best that I can. And I stand in that. And it's like, I'm open to anybody helping me with that. And like, I just know that like, I'll get through it. Like, you know, yeah. and, and whether they're with me or not on it, like we're in this together. So it yeah. just, is, it's, it's better when you have somebody else to share it with. Absolutely. You know, so it's, and you're not alone. When you go through hard moments like that too, you kind of, it kind of sets you up for going through other hard times. Like, you know, that you can, you can navigate this terrain because you have the mental capability to be able to work through issues. Yeah. Yeah. And that is comforting. And you're, like I said, being, um, I, I'm not, you know, a coach by any means of, of breathing or anything like that, you know, but I just know it's worked for me and helped for me. And if it can help somebody else done, like that's enough to share it with. And, um, I just think that a lot of times when working and when I going through places that I've been worked at and it just, that to me is important. And so it's to establish that and, and know it has nothing to do with burgers or food, you know what I mean? But it's, they're part of you. So you want them to, to be okay and happy and good. And, you know, it's always not going to be that way, but for the time being, if I can help, like you're not alone in this. Well, if you can help them and then they can do their job better. And then the customer also, you know, cause like, I mean, if they're not doing well, then they're probably going to lack in their work ethic and their, their mind is elsewhere. They're not focused on the quality of work that they're putting out. And then it's going to resonate with the customer too. And so if you can just create this even playing field for everybody. So there's a balance. Yeah. Then everybody's happy and well, kind of happy for the most part, for the most part. But it it just, it creates a a, a vibe that is, you know, it's unnecessary to bring, I get it. When you come to work, you can't, there's some shit you just can't leave outside those doors, but it shouldn't impact you so much that it's affecting you of how you're doing your job. And when it comes to that, let's talk about it. Right. Let's fit, you know, like let's do what we can right now with what we can but like also let's work through it because that it does i think working through things gives you that what you need whether it just be like getting through a lunch hour but it, it knowing that you can do that would help with whatever it is that you're going through in your head like but to you, almost like compartmentalize on things at the, at, for the time being but yeah it does it because it creates a vibe that like and i like i like the vibe at work to be to be, you know, enjoying the time and, and doing the, like, cause we, we get to make an awesome product every single day and we get to serve some really awesome people. And so it's, it's a, it's really a joy to go to work. Like I still love what I do, but I also would love it more if everybody there was just like 
I don't want anybody to have a bad day. I don't want people right. to be down and out. Like, yeah. you're awesome. You're amazing. You show up to work today. You're doing better than you think. So like, be proud of yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that has been huge with me too through everything and just seeing. So I think that's important. That's a, a time I list to make sure people feel that. I love that. I love that. And it, it speaks true that, you know, like you talk a lot about your employees and how much you care about them and how they're an extension of you. It's it it shows because you talk about them all the time. <laughs> um, so that's that's awesome. Um, well, they're they're making it, you know what I mean? So, it's, yeah, they really are. That's that I, I am not there to do it all, you know, as right. And so they're they're part of that. So I want them to jump on that and enjoy that, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't think I could do yoga and smell burgers. <laughs> I uh, when I go up there difficult. when I go up there I'm like I smell like a burger right now you know and like and it's like you smell like the oils and stuff like that but it you don't even smell it up there at all it's, oh you it's, don't no it's me oh. that like when I come from work <laughs> it's just it's you like, I'm bringing French fries like the and I'm always like telling my sister I'm like put me in the back put me in the back you know like and how often does she do yoga classes oh uh, she does them I I'm pretty sure she does them every day okay maybe if not five to six days a week okay um there's several different classes um i've i i like to try them all just to see where i'm at because i'm not a yogi i don't know yeah half the time when they're saying things i'm like what is that? <laughs> like i'm supposed to do what like looking around the room you know and and but that's another thing that has taught me is like not to be concerned about the people what they're doing right focus on you yeah you know and so it's it, it checks me there too like um, but she does bar classes, um, like slow burn. I, my favorite is the candlelight classes. Cause you go in there. It's relaxing. And, yeah. And it's, I mean, it's like the, the building itself is 160 years old. It's wow. one of the oldest buildings in Lansing, wow. downtown Lansing. I'm sorry. And so it's the historic is there. It's just, uh, it's a, it's a vibe in itself. And my sister has done so much work. My brother did, did like gutted it, created it. My sister had a vision and wow. she executed it and it's one of the when you walk up into the space you just you've you have that energy and it's her vibe and it's everything you need because she can she can calm my one and a half year old down like my she my one and a half year old does deep breaths already wow and and so That's like crazy. yeah and so when you get to go there you see you walk into her space and you already feel this like warm hug and um, she does uh, all different kinds of classes, but Mondays is my favorite because it's it's candlelight. There's no mirrors in the room, um, so you don't have to worry about like you know because that's a fear for a lot of people, yeah. you know. And and so you don't have to worry about that. And it's candlelit, and um, it, at the end they do like a guided meditation, and it's so appreciated. It's the best way to like Mondays can be the is this week going to kick my ass? Am I going to kick this week's ass? Like what, right. you know what I mean? Like sets the tone for the week. That's tones of week. So why not go and get some self love at the end of the day and just melt into your mat and just like, don't get so fixated on uh, something that happened throughout the day. Like right. just decompress and, yeah. and be good minded the next, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and you go home and you sleep like a baby. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why they say that sleep like a baby, but you know, you sleep good. good. <laughs> Well, this was awesome. Yeah, I, you, I thank you so much for the opportunity and I thank you for being patient. I, oh, no, absolutely. What I what I love about talking to business owners is because I love talking to business owners because you see them like in their restaurant, you see them in their business and you kind of identify them with that business. But there's so much more to you than just that. And I think that kind of you kind of brought that out in this interview. Well, thanks. There's, yeah, it's 
it's what I do. It, it's the, it, it is my history. It's my tradition. It's my family. It's my livelihood, but it's, it's, it's my living, but yeah, it, in a way it's my life, but there's life outside of it too. Right. And that has been, uh, with my daughter has grounded me in that sense of, um, prior prioritizing your time. And, you know, it, you, I think a lot of that has to do with today's society too, is work, 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 mm -hmm. like always work for more. You gotta have more, you gotta have that car. You gotta have this, you gotta I think have that. It's just over, everything's over accentuated because of social media and like the rush yeah. of everything. I mean, you, especially like if you're a business owner, <clears throat> because you want to be like, you, you want the next best, like you want customers, you want to keep your brand going and. Right. But that's exhausting. To it is. To chase that, you know, like, and that's why, it is like you see it, it is such a hard industry to be in because you're not guaranteed people can like you or love you people can not even try you but they go based off of a review because <laughs> you know every everybody nowadays is you know a, a professional food take you know <laughs> taster and it's like you, you don't go by that like go give it a try yourself like right. that place that you've dri driven past 10 times and you heard something, get that out of your head. Go try it. I've learned to never um, listen to anybody's uh, point of view on any restaurant because people that there's been people that like I, you know, like Cupies or whatever, like somebody might go there and be like, I don't like their burger. Right. Like I love Cupies. So your advice <laughs> to me does not matter. <laughs> and that's why it's you just have to go with yourself on that. Yeah. And, and then it also can't be you can't be taken that that one response doesn't define you. Yeah, it doesn't define like you're not going to please them all. Like you're not, not everybody's going to love Cupies. Not everybody's going to love the burgers that we do. And that's okay. There's more that do love it. than the fries don't. are good too. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's that. And that's why yeah. it refocuses. You focus on, on it's, it's just like when you have a, a party, I think people are more pissed off with the people that didn't come. Well, you just took away from the people that do did come. Right. You know, like yeah. focus on who shows up and focus on, who does love your product and, and, you know, in, in, and just, of course, you're always thinking of growing and how to get, you know, if there's a demographic that you're not getting, how do you go after that? Yeah, for sure. But it's, I think my, my lesson for this year is not taking things personal and that business mentality, like personal life mentality, that is something I'm trying to, um, trying to do. Awesome. And that's tough, but it can be done. I'm not sure exactly what just happened, but um, that cut out. All right. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And uh, I think we'll end it with that before my computer gives <laughs> up on me. Well, all good. Well, I thank, thank you again for the opportunity. And, and this has been really nice. So thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. And I look forward to doing it again. Yes, absolutely. All right.